0: Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Happy Thursday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. And thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host. And today it's a one-on-one episode, you and me. And today we're going to be talking about... uh, this is. Something that's been, been popping up in the just the discourse we've been having over the past few months, especially as we talk about the greater, I don't want to call it the culture wars, but that's kind of what it is, this greater cultural conversation, and that is the idea of tolerance versus acceptance. Now, I kind of touched on some of what you're going to hear today during my morning sales huddle uh, email, which, by the way, if uh, you're a subscriber, you you should be checking your inbox. That should have hit your inbox there this morning. And by the way, if you've not yet subscribed to the morning sales huddle, please head over to BrianNickelShow.com and you can sign up for free today. Just need your first name and your email. That's it. Painless. Uh, but this, going back to the, the conversation at hand today. So, tolerance versus acceptance so there seems to be this weird discrepancy in the liberty movement when it comes to understanding the differences between tolerating something and accepting something so for example one look no further than the recent conversation about transgenderism abortion rights again that greater cultural conversation that's been permeating right now especially with the decision that it appears to be coming down the pike to overturn uh, rose versus wade And what's interesting is that a lot of libertarians seem to think that because we're supposed to be tolerant, that also means that we actively don't position things against those ideas which we are tolerating. And that's just fundamentally not true. So, for example, I can tolerate people being morbidly obese. And as a matter of fact, I can empathize with those people because, yes, I used to be morbidly obese, but that doesn't mean I need to accept that behavior. I mean, sure... I can tolerate them being morbidly obese and the decision that that has in their lives. But does that mean I have to accept their way of life or their lifestyle or their decisions? And as a matter of fact, I personally have made it a point to actively talk about the opposite. And I make it a point to focus on helping people better their lives, especially when it comes to discussing people being morbidly obese and unhealthy because yeah, I've been there and I get it. (laughs) So, that doesn't mean I, I have to endorse their lifestyles, even though I'm tolerant of them individually. And why is that a controversial opinion? Why is it controversial to tolerate someone's belief and then have a contrary personal opinion yourself? Tolerance isn't blind acceptance, nor is it tacit acceptance. I think we've seen this over the past few decades. The left will continue to push the envelope, they continue to move the goalposts, because they've been taking tolerance, specifically from those in the center, or those who simply don't want to offend, and the left has taken that forced tolerance to mean acceptance. Tolerance is not acceptance. And when things move into the position where they are now, where tolerance isn't simply enough in the eyes of the left, that it must not be tacit acceptance, but rather full acceptance throated endorsements yeah that doesn't work and now the loudest voices on the left especially are freaking out because instead of them being able to push through their bananas ideas under the guise of others having to be personally accepting now they have to respond to those who they thought would just tacitly accept these ideas those who are now pushing back against those ideas that they have tolerated but never actually accepted So what can we learn from this? And I think it's pretty obvious that the main thing we can take away is the importance for us when we're speaking truth and selling the ideas and solutions that we bring to the table from the liberty perspective, that instead of just being squishy and trying not to offend, that it's important to make definitive, declarative positions based not only on what you believe, but also in the face of that which you disagree with. Especially, especially when those ideas are are way outside of the mainstream, because there are people who are in our target market who have been staying silent for the fear of being ostracized by those loud voices, those loud voices that were seen, and yes, often inflated. See, social media and their behind-the-scenes tinkering and algorithms has not only inflated those voices, but it's also silenced dissenting voices. And this is why I think we've been seeing such a vapid reaction to both Elon Musk buying Twitter and the fact that the corporate media is hemorrhaging viewers and subscribers left and right. Think about what that means. People now not only have the opportunity to actively find other ways of thinking, but now they have the opportunity to find ways of thinking that they were told to believe was unpopular. Now, of course, they're finding that not only do quite a few people believe what they believe, but Actually, a lot of people and maybe even a majority of people are right there with them. So, guys, we have an opportunity here. We truly do. We have an opportunity to reframe the narratives. This is why, again, it is so important when we're talking about setting narratives versus responding to narratives because now we can set the narratives. When we see things that are wrong, then we set the narrative saying, this is wrong. And instead of responding to the narratives being said, get the left to explain why their ideas are right and why their ideas are good. Get the left to explain why. Because what do we know? When you're explaining, you're losing. Make them explain why they find it important to talk about transgenderism to little kids, like it's happening in Florida. Yeah, kindergarten through third grade, okay. Make them explain why that's a good idea. Make them explain why parents shouldn't have a role in determining where their dollars, their hard-earned dollars are going when it goes to regarding their children's education. When you set narratives and you make the other side explain, you win. See, we talk about this in sales. When you're talking about not just setting the path towards the end goal for your prospect, but also the steps to get there. And then when you're setting the narratives about your company, about your solution, about your differentiators, all those narratives that you're setting, you're setting them, not responding to them. Imagine if you will, let's say you came into a situation where a prospect has heard every objection from your competitors specifically about you, every concern, every rumor, and they have brought that up during a meeting. Just imagine they start the conversation by asking questions like, so does your company really offer just these three different packages because I was speaking to one of your competitors and they said not only do they have more options than you but your solution doesn't even compare to theirs to begin with can you explain so what if we had started things maybe a little differently before they even got to asking that question by instead setting the narratives and first blocking those common objections that you know your competitor often sells against and What if you're able to not only block those objections, but now you get to set a new narrative about those objections across the board? Try this template. Well, Mrs. Prospect, one of the things that makes us different is that unlike our competitors, we can do X, Y, and Z without the headaches of insert pain point here. And one of the questions raised by our competitors is often, and this is where you defeat that objection, but here's the truth. And then you set your new narrative. Based on what your differentiator or your value add is, now you're ready to start controlling that conversation. And now, you're making a direct appeal to those who are open to your positioning and your solutions. So, to conclude, tolerance versus acceptance. Yes, you can tolerate, but no, you do not need to accept. And as a matter of fact, you can still tolerate other behavior while actively positioning against that behavior, with a better solution, and a different narrative. All right, folks, there you are. That is our one-on-one today. If you enjoyed this episode where we talked about tolerance versus acceptance and, oh, yeah, by the way, how you can help reset narratives, well, please do me two favors. Number one, go to bryannicholsshow.com. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating and review. That's number one. Number two, please head to your favorite social media platform. Give today's episode a share, and when you do, make sure you go ahead and tag yours truly, at b nichols liberty by the way folks do not miss we have our don't nuke me bro joe biden swag It is going to be going into the vault over at proud libertarian it will not be on the shop soon so if you have not had the chance yet to get your yes don't nuke me bro joe biden swag make sure you head to our shop there at bryannicholsshow.com forward slash shop it'll bring you right to our collection over at brian and with that being said folks yes we do have a phenomenal episode and a phenomenal guest in store for you tomorrow make sure that you hit that subscribe button so you're not missing tomorrow's episode plus yes you can go back and make sure you check out all almost five 100 episodes here of the brian nichols show just click the brian nichols show artwork in your podcast catcher it'll bring you right to brian where oh yeah you can find the entire transcript of today's episode the entire transcript of all our past episodes and yeah that's like 480 no 490 here we are yes 490 plus episodes here of the brian nichols show but with that being said it's brian nichols signing off here on the brian nichols show we'll see you tomorrow Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to Show.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation. And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program. And don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to The Brian Nichols Show at Show.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. today.